Hello, you guys. How are you? I hope you guys are doing great. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you guys so much for coming back. So today we're going to be talking about basically four things that have helped me just feel a lot better. Um, so I am actually celebrating this week a couple of things, but um, celebrating 30 days of feeling a lot, lot better. I'm also celebrating my 35th birthday. It's on Friday. Um, so I wanted to just share four things that just have helped me in the last 30 days. Um, and hopefully it helps you. So if this is one of the first episodes that you have listened to or listening to, um, I was going through depression, uh, just a very, very dark place. And uh, this started last year and it lasted uh, quite a while, honestly. It got very, very hard in the last few months of last year. Uh, but I was experiencing a lot of things. I was experiencing, um, and I have it listed on my thing. So I'm going to, it's not going to be in order. So I'm just going to go based off what I wrote, okay? So I was spending a lot of hours on TikTok. So before TikTok existed, um, it was basically like Netflix or you're spending time on Hulu on things just watching seasons over and over again but you know you have duties to do but netflix and and you know just TikTok and social media is like an escape of reality of your reality and you're spending so much time there because it just feels like you know it's entertaining you it's keeping you from thinking all of those things that are going on um so that's one thing that i was doing is spending a lot of time on TikTok. um it was just hard to break and I was avoiding opening emails, inboxes, uh, avoiding answering calls. Like I was just, even if it was from a friend, someone that was just checking in to see how I was, I didn't want to open it. I didn't want to respond to. I just, I was just kind of like, don't bother me. And I was just, I, I didn't have really the energy. I didn't want to talk about my feelings. I didn't want to know about anything. Um, so avoiding all of that was just something that I was doing. Um, my emotions were super highlighted. My emotions were just, I was super, um, kind of hyper aware of everything. Um, I was crying a lot for sure. Everything was making me cry. Even the smallest thought, the smallest things that it was kind of like, when you're pregnant and you're just crying over over everything, that was that was basically me. Um, I was thinking the worst of everything. Um, if my kid, my kids weren't picking up my phone call type of thing, I was race. My my mind was racing into like something's really bad happened to them. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Like, let me give you one example of that. Just because I want you guys, I just want to be very very raw with you guys of how. I was feeling and uh, what I was experiencing um, because at first you think like you're just crazy for thinking these thoughts like why are we why am I thinking like that you know and especially because you've never thought about it that like that but when you are just having this you're depressed or anxiety or just super stressed like you just become another person and it's very very hard to understand what's going on but let me give us a quick quick example I took Kimberly to the doctor she needed to have a physical because she was doing sports and you know we had gone to the clinic they were talking about certain things so she's 16 and 
they basically said like oh for one of the appointments or like oh you don't have to come in it's okay like we'll call you if we need you and I was like okay like that's totally fine and so they took her in and stuff like that and um they were taking forever um just coming back out and I was just like my my head was spinning with so many thoughts and I was like thinking like what if she's pregnant like what if she's pregnant guys she doesn't even have a boyfriend like she doesn't have a boyfriend she's not even like that but it's just one of those thoughts that you're just like what like where is this thought coming from and um but it was due to just the way I was thinking and the way my thoughts were just racing and the way that I was just thinking the worst of everything. It's super, just super ugly. I, I'm just so glad that I'm not feeling that way no more. But just want you to know that if you're experiencing that, that you're not crazy, that is just a depression that is doing all of that to you. I was um, oversleeping for sure. I was just, just oversleeping. I was tired. I just wanted to sleep, to sleep the days away. Um, my hygiene, it was hard to even like brush my teeth. Like I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. But, you know, just just showers, doing my hair, doing my makeup, brushing my teeth. Like it was just like, I just didn't want to. Um, procrastinating a lot. Like I just didn't want to handle the things that I need to be handled, even if they were super important, even though I knew that they were important. I knew that if I didn't handle it, it was just going to get worse. Um, I would not do it. I would just TikTok my life away. Um, I was feeling very detached from my body. Um, I was basically having like out of body experiences where I can see myself destroying myself. I knew that not handling this and not talking about this and not asking for help and not this like it's just things were getting worse and I was watching it unfold and I was watching it happen but I would not do anything to help myself I was just like like I was just watching it and that was it but I was not doing anything um so having those out-of-body experiences and being detached from your body is a sign of depression um definitely a lot of brain fog um a lot of things are blurry even till now. I still have, like, there's a lot of just fogginess. Like, there's, it's hard to remember what I did two days ago, what I did three days ago, sometimes even what I did yesterday. And sometimes it's scary uh, when I'm talking about it, when I'm telling a story or something like that. It's like, wait, what happened? Like, what did you say? I'm still experiencing all of that. Um, but I know it's part of the depression. Um had difficulty concentrating on anything. Um, it was just hard to focus. Um, basically, I was working on autopilot. Um, you know, I was still getting up to take the kids to school. I was still feeding my kids. I was still taking Emma to her practices, to her games. I was still, you know, taking Kim to her stuff. I was still, like, doing all of that stuff. It's not that I was just laying in bed all day and not handling them. But I was working autopilot, like that's just what I'm used to. So I would wake up, take him to school. And as soon as they were in school, I would come home and just, and I remember having some nights where I was telling myself, okay, tomorrow, today I don't feel good. I'm just going to spend some time on my phone. I'm going to just take a nap. I'm just going to like, you know, relax and have like a day to just do that. 
but tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to feel better. Tomorrow I'm going to handle that. Tomorrow I'm going to like answer that email. Tomorrow I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And tomorrow would come and it was just another day of not doing anything. Um, and I would go pick up my kids from school and then feed them, do whatever I needed to do for them, and then just get into bed again. Like, um, the last thing, and this is just some of the things, I, I'm sure there was a lot more, but the last thing I want to talk about is suicidal thoughts. And, you know, it was something that I didn't really want to say it out loud, that I was having suicidal thoughts, because I was just kind of like treating it like when you're in an emotional abuse relationship, and you're kind of like, well, it's not that bad. Like, it's you know, he doesn't hit me. It, it's it's only when I, you know, like you try to make excuses for it. And that's that's how I feel I was treating the suicidal thoughts that I was like, well, it's not that bad. Like, I'm not like actually going to do it. I'm not actually, I don't have a plan. Like, you know, but to be honest, those thoughts were there. It was kind of like, it's just better. Like, I just want to sleep and not think about anything. Like, I just want to like escape from all of this. Like, I just, this is hard. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Like, I was having those type of thoughts. And I was just like, you know, would I do it? No. You know, but those thoughts were there and they were for real. So when I would see, um, at this time when I was experiencing all of this, um, people were passing away from suicide. And um, a lot of people were in shock um, from these uh, deaths. And they were like, I just can't believe it. He looked so happy and, you know, he was so this and he was that. And I'm like in complete shock. And I just, you know, and I felt this like, I understand why. I understand why people commit suicide, you know. And I never, it's like not that I didn't understand them, but I never felt so connected where it was kind of like, I 100% understand that sometimes you feel so desperate that you just feel like nothing's gonna get better. Like it's just getting worse. You feel like you can't breathe. You feel like, you know, you have so many um, problems. You have so much baggage that you just feel so overwhelmed with everything that you just feel it's just easier to just sleep it away. It just feels easier to just, you know, leave. And, um, I understand. I, I completely understand now. And um, so I was going through all of these things um, for months and super, super dark, super, super difficult, super, super ugly and super messy, um, especially when you have responsibilities. It's not just you. You have children. You're a mom. You have to handle things. You have a business like it's 10 times, 100 times, just just worse. Um, so. I can't tell you guys exactly like this is when it started happening. This is exactly when I turned the leaf and everything just started to feel better. But when I think about, you know, what I started to do to feel better and certain things that happened that took me to a place of realizing these things, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. So on December 29th, I had an eyelash appointment. And um, I remember not wanting to go. I had already canceled my appointment already. So this was my second time basically, you know, rescheduling it. And um, I didn't want to go that day. I was just like, I had been 
I crying that morning. I was super emotional already. And I just, I didn't feel like going. But I was like, I can't cancel last minute. Like, I need to go. So on the car ride over there, I was like crying. And I just, you know, got myself together and got to my eyelash appointment. And, um, you know, she's always talkative. And we're, she had, she, we had talked about, you know, that I was going through a hard time. And I had started to feel better. Like I was feeling better. I was feeling good. I'm like, okay. I even did a class, a peach cobbler cheesecake class. And I was like, okay, like this is my comeback. Like I'm feeling better. Like this is going great, you know? And then, um, I just fell back to the dark place again. And, um, so she asked me, so she had already prepped my eyes and all that stuff. She had put tape and she's just started saying like, so how are you? Like, how are you? And I immediately just, I spoke a few words and I just started to cry, like started to cry. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, it's okay. Don't, you know, I understand. Like, it's okay. And we started to have this conversation of just about just life, you know, and it was just like, she was trying to uplift me and, you know, we we're just having a conversation. So I started to, she knows, um, a lot about like just my baby daddies. <laughs> You're probably like Danera, like she's just an eyelash <laughs> girl. But if you know, you know, it's kind of like that relationship with your nail lady. You know, you just have this, you have like an hour, an hour and a half with them. So sometimes you're just, you know, talking a lot. So she had known a couple of things. And um, two weeks before my appointment, I had this conversation with one of my baby dads. And um, it was story short. And I don't know if I already talked about it, but it was this conversation of, I, I realized that I've done so much for him and helped him out and so on and so on. And he still can't see it. You know, he still can't appreciate that. He still, you know, um, try to like bash on me. Although I have sacrificed a lot for my kids, which are his kids, and for him not to realize that and see that. And, you know, it's kind of an eye opener for me of like, man, like I am doing so much and that's not being appreciated or it's not, you know, it, it's, I'm doing it for someone that doesn't even show it back or say thank you and can say it out loud and say, yes, you've done so much, you know? So that was the middle of December. So I was telling her about that situation and she told me like, Denira, you don't think that that has a lot to do with why you're depressed? And in that moment, I was like, no, I was like, I don't think so. In that moment, I was kind of like, man, I don't really care, like, you know, about what he has to say or what he thinks, what he's doing with both of my baby daddies. It's like, I'm like, no, I, I just have let go of a lot of that, you know? But I left that appointment thinking a lot about what she said and thinking, like, maybe I am carrying still a lot of things. Like, maybe I'm still carrying, like, just, you know, not that I you know, I'm hurt, like, that I love them, and they just laugh. me. No, it's not that type of hurt. It's that type of, like, hurt of, I'm the, the, the mother of your children, and I'm still getting treated, and getting abused, and getting taken advantage of, um, to this day, and I'm just staying quiet about it, and I'm not talking about it, and I'm just letting them get away with it, because it's just, like, I'm, I tell myself, well, what's the point? What's the point of talking about it? What's the point of saying it, or speaking up for myself, what's the point of arguing with them? Because they're never going to understand. And to this 
to a certain extent, yes, like I don't waste my time. But there are certain situations where I do need to speak up and I need to put a stop to it and not be carrying other people's baggage because carrying other people's baggage is just, it's killing me inside. So I started to make that realization, right? And I started to just just realize that, you know, it just kind of opened my eyes to that. Um, and so that's number two, but I'm going to start with number one and then we'll go back to what I was talking about. I just wanted to tell you guys that story before I get to number two. <laughs> okay, so the number one thing that I did for sure, for sure is fix my relationship with Jesus, fix my relationship with God. Um, and before you skip over, before you're just like, okay, I don't need that one. Just listen, just listen, okay? <laughs> okay, so um, it's not about religion, you guys. It's not about religion. It's just literally having that relationship with God. And I grew up having that relationship with him. And I feel like over time, I got busy with life and just everything he had blessed me with, with, you know, just the business and how successful it was. And, you know, my kids, like Emma being like just super talented in softball and, um with Kim like it, it was just like was getting caught up in all of that and not putting him first although I was praying every morning and every night and thanking him it was just it was not the same um church I was not attending I was w- watching some of the sermons online but for me online versus in person is completely different uh, in person is just it's a different connection and so I was now going to church on Sundays because usually Emma always has a softball tournament, Kim, something. It was just like I couldn't go. And it was kind of like, man, like, God, but, you know, I'm a mom. Like, how am I going to be there for my children? How, you know, it was very difficult for me to not attend their, their softball tournaments here and there or a match or, you know, Kim's marathon, whatever it was, to go to church. It was just kind of like, how do I do that? How do I balance that? Um, so what I started to do in the last 30 days is attend church on Fridays. Um, so if you have not been able to attend church, um, you know, for whatever reason it is, maybe find another church. Uh, for me, I was fortunate enough that my church started to do Friday services. So I'm doing Friday services. I go Fridays instead of Sundays and I'm able to, you know, go to church and I'm still able to attend, um, my kids stuff on the weekends. Um, so having that, you know, just working on that type of relationship, um, you know, listening to more worship music instead of other type of music that just gets me sad and just in my feelings, nothing wrong with listening, you know, um, but I was just seeing the difference, you know, and so sometimes in the car, uh, right, car rides to, to school, worship music, uh, you know, whenever I could sneak it in, <laughs> you know, but it's also making the time and you know, sometimes you don't have the time to sneak it in. So it's making it a priority to like, okay, I'm going to spend some time worshiping, putting, you know, while I'm cleaning, I'm going to put some of that music on, you know, so on, so on. So that's how I started to really just get closer and fixing my relationship with him. Um, just really listening, you know, cause sometimes, uh, we're just busy talking and kind of just, asking for so many things and we're not taking the time to listen sometimes our everything is so loud in our brain that God is talking to us but we can't hear him because everything else is so loud so learning to really quiet everything down to be able to listen to him because I've learned that God doesn't um, he's not going to yell at us you know he's going to whisper 
at us. And sometimes we miss those whispers because everything else is so loud. So learning to just um, kind of just stay quiet and just listen to what he has to tell us. So that has been number one top priority, fixing that relationship because God is just everything to me. And uh, putting him first is definitely just helped me a lot. Um, so number two, it was going back to that story that I was telling you guys is releasing a lot of that stuff. Um, I went live on Instagram the first week of January and I was talking about this and I just, it was just putting makeup on, which is not something I do regularly on, on live, live stream, but it was something that I wanted to do and I just did it. And I just, um, basically was talking about just speaking up for myself and just no longer carrying people's baggages and doing for people that don't appreciate it. And, you know, talking about how I was struggling to be like Jesus. You know, I grew up hearing, you know, you have to be good to your neighbors and uh, love one another. And if they do you wrong, forgive them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of having a hard time figuring out a balance between trying to be like Jesus and not getting stepped all over. And I got a lot of clarity on that. You know, Jesus gives us wisdom and he doesn't want us to be a doormat. And there are certain people that do need to be cut off. You don't need to hate them. We do need to forgive them, but you don't have to, you know, you can love them from, from afar and pray for them and that's it. But don't take advantage, be taken advantage of. Um, so that's, what I started to do, I started to speak on, you guys, if you guys have listened to the last three episodes or four episodes, um, it was just me letting a lot of things go and talking it out loud. It was super scary and super, a lot of anxiety over those episodes, but I knew that they were important for me to say it. I knew people needed to hear the story. I know that it was a way of me releasing a lot of the stuff. Um, so that's been super important in my healing journey. Um, just letting a lot of those things go and not just letting it go and not just talking about it, but actually doing it and taking action on what I'm talking about. Um, so that has helped me a lot, just feel lighter. Um, number three is I started to cook. So for those that don't know, I'm not a cooker. I have said it many, many times that um, I just never considered myself a cooker. I was just like, mm, no, I don't like it, <laughs> you know? Um, and I felt like I was not good at it. So we ate out a lot, like every day when I would pick up my kids from school, it was like a kind of like, what are we going to eat today, guys? You know, what are we eating? <laughs> um, so a lot of, and a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean? You don't know how to cook and you have three kids. Like you guys, I know how to cook the basics, you know, like I, spaghetti. I even made like sopes and chiladas, like, um, you know, like quesadillas, like eggs, like I can cook some of those basics and some of the, some of those, the days of the week, like, yes, we would have spaghetti. We would have Alfredo. We would have like just certain basic meals, you know, but a lot of the times we were eating out like a lot. And I got to the point in January that I was so overeating out. Like I was just over and nothing sounded good to me. And for a long time, the only thing that sounded good to me was Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out. Uh, that's the only two places that I'll be like, okay, yeah, we'll eat that. But McDonald's, Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr., like, I don't like nothing. Like, I was just like, nope, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so even Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out didn't sound good to me no more. I was just like, 
I just want like a home cooked meal. So I started to just like, you know what, this week I'm just gonna cook. Like I just wanna cook. That's literally how it started. I just wanna cook this week. Um, so I started to cook and at the same time I started to do number four. Okay, so um, I'm going to talk about number four and I'm still gonna continue to talk about cooking. So I started to take magnesium, okay? And um, magnesium is a vitamin. I actually have the pill, the pills here um, to show you guys on YouTube. Um, so I started to take magnesium at that, that same week. I actually bought my first magnesium pills from Trader Joe's. They were like six bucks. Um, later down that, I think over like a week and a half, um, I just started to read more on magnesium and I saw, and I realized that I was kind of taking the off brand cheap version of magnesium so i upgraded to the one i have now so i'll be sharing the link with you guys if you guys are interested in this one it is not um i don't even know how to say it i was gonna say what is it you guys it's not an ad or anything i'm not getting paid to say this i really am not <laughs> um so i'll share the link with you guys and you guys can decide whether you guys want to try it or not okay so after a week of taking even the off-brand or cheap kind of magnesium i saw a difference in myself um, you know, magnesium is known to give you basically help your muscles, uh, help, help your, uh, like gut type of thing. But I was also learning that it helps with, um, anxiety, stress, depression. Um, so I decided to start taking it for that reason alone. I didn't know that it was going to give me a new source of energy. Um, and I feel like a different person and, I wish that I can tell you guys it's just a magnesium that I just been, it literally did everything for me. Like I'm just feeling like a new person um, because I started all of the, all of these things at the same time, meaning getting closer to God. I was really working hard on that, um, cooking and releasing things. I started at the same time, magnesium, I started at the same time. So I, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I'm going to go with all of them, but definitely, you know, God is God is first. <laughs> okay, so uh, magnesium is just giving me this new this new energy that I never had before. And it's not like this energy where I feel like um, this hyper energy. It's not like when you take these pills that give you like, you know, to lose weight and you feel this energy and you kind of feel your heart like beating fast and like, or when you take coffee or an energy drink, you're just like, it's not that type of energy. It's like a it's different. It's more calm, but it's just helping me. Um, for example, when it comes to the cooking. So when I, when I would look at recipes and they would just have all these ingredients, all these steps, right away my brain was like, we're not doing that. Like, mm -mm, we're not doing that. Even when it came to baking recipes, um, you guys, I've always talked about that I am the type of baker that likes easy you know, easy, fast, and really good. That tastes good, for sure. Um, but I'm that type of baker. Like, from scratch kind of stuff, always my brain is like, we're not doing that. It was brain. It was my brain and my body that were like, we're not, we're not doing that. Mm -mm, girl, no, no, that's too much work. And now that I've been taking magnesium, I don't look at it like that. It's kind of like, okay, we can do that. Like, you know, and I start cooking, and I started, like, just trying new things, and it's... I've always thought that I was lazy. Like I've always seen myself as a huevona. Like I just, um, 
I would nap during the day. In the last 30 days that I've been taking magnesium, I've only napped twice, twice. And it was because I was super tired and, you know, just certain things. But that's in so much improvement because I would nap every day. Every day I would just take a nap. And I'm not talking about no 15, 20 minute nap. I'm talking about like an hour to two hour nap during the day. Um, and I haven't done that. Um, when it comes to, you know, the cooking stuff, like you would think that, you know, cooking is hard work. It's time consuming sometimes, but you, you still got to clean afterwards. It's not just cooking and that's it. You got to clean, you got to wash dishes. Um, but it's this, I can do it. Like I'm doing it. I'm not like, Oh my God, my body's like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, it's not like that. Like it's, I don't know, it's different. And I'm kind of having this, uh, when it comes to like recipes, like baking recipes, I'm seeing it with different like eyes and a new energy. And I'm kind of excited to see where it, this all takes me, this new dinero, I want to say, um, because even with like, I had to sell, um, for like caramel apples. I did, um, some cookies, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's different. Like the way I was doing it was different. And I was not like, I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't explain it, but the energy is different. And I feel like the inspiration and new ideas and new thoughts, I'm going about it in a different way because I have this new source of like, you know, um, so that has really, really helped me. So I always just thought, like I said, that I was just lazy and I just, you know, but I think it's a combination of now I'm not eating out every day. Um, we have eaten out here and there. Um, but on the most part I've been cooking and I've always heard, you know, like it's kind of like what you put in your body is super important. And, you know, if you're putting junk, then that's how your body is. You know, like I always heard that, like I always heard that. But now I can really like <laughs> affirm that and confirm that, that, you know, it's like I don't feel as bloated anymore. My metabolism is a lot better. Um, it's just different changes that I've seen. And magnesium does help with your your gut um just it just it helps with your metabolism um but i it has a lot to do with also what i'm feeding it and um although i'm not cooking healthy meals i'm not like cooking just like salads and veggies you know i'm cooking whatever i want but it's a huge huge difference than eating out every day um so that's basically the the major four things that i've done in the last 30 days that have just really really helped me um, and I really hope that maybe one of them or maybe all four, you know, it's, um, you, you're going to try one of them out. <laughs> so just know that, um, we're all different, you know, and maybe, um, you know, cooking is you, you felt the same way as I did, where you're just kind of like, I'm not a cooker and I'm not good at it. And I've always told myself, I'm not good at it. I'm not a cooker. Uh, I just don't have time for it. I just like, no, I just don't want to. Like, maybe it's not that. Maybe your body is just missing a couple of vitamins. Maybe uh, look into magnesium. Just read up on magnesium. See if you feel like, you know what, maybe I do need it. Um, and these right here, the ones I'm taking right now, I did a lot of research on them. And there's some of these are some of the best ones out there. Um, shipping is super fast. 
I, I paid for 90 pills or 90 capsules. Um, I paid like $27 plus tax. So it comes out to like $30. Uh, but if you want to start with, if $30 seems like a lot of money to you, um, because I, I know how it is, um, start with maybe like a, a cheaper and then, because uh, I did see the results with the cheaper ones. Um, but with these, I can see way more difference. Uh, super important to invest in yourself. Um, you know, we're getting Starbucks every day. We're getting like, I don't know, meal, like outside food every day. Maybe try to cut something to start taking these type of things. Because uh, they're important. My mom literally sat there for, I don't know how long, you guys, over two years telling me, you need to take vitamins. Here are these vitamins. Like she takes vitamins every day. And she would push them on me. But I always, always say like, I'm not a pill person. Like, I always forget to take, like, I just, you know, I just forget. Like, I don't remember. Um, and with these, I just had this, you know, kind of like, I, I'm just done feeling the way I'm feeling, you know. So, it's up to me, you know. I'm telling myself that I'm not a pill person that I forget. No, I'm. I, if I want to feel better, this is what it takes. And let me tell you, I was the type of person that would only eat maybe, like, once or twice a day, meaning like I don't have to have breakfast. Like I can eat till like one o'clock and I'll be fine. Well, I would like to take my magnesium in the morning. So I started to really tell myself, okay, if you're going to take your magnesium in the morning, you need to eat something now. And at first it was very hard for me because I'm not a morning person. Like it, sometimes it's too early to eat for me. Well, now I'm eating like <laughs> I need to have my breakfast um, and I'm taking my pills. And before I would tell myself like, oh, I'm not going to take them on the weekends. Like uh, when I started to kind of try, when my mom was on me last year, um, I was like, I'm not going to take them on the weekends. Um, I'm fine. Like, I'll just take them Monday through Friday. Um, and now it's like, no, like, they just become, like, super important for me. <laughs> so I make sure that I even on, you know, Emma has sometimes tournaments, and we have to leave super early. Like, we have to leave sometimes, like, at 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning to these games. And I'm making sure that I'm waking up a little bit extra earlier uh, to make sure that I eat breakfast to take my pills. And that's actually reminds me of one of the benefits is that you sleep better on when you take magnesium. So I am going to sleep earlier before I, I would stay up to like midnight or one o'clock. Um, now my body by nine o'clock, 10 o'clock is telling me like we need to go to bed. And before I was waking up, you know, at 630 in the morning and I was having a very hard time waking up. Like I was just like, I don't want to get up. Like, you know, I was whining. I was just like, oh, you know. And now my body is just waking up by 6 a.m. And it's not like I'm cranky about it. Like, I'm waking up like, okay. I'm like ready to take on the day. And that was not me, you guys. Like, it was not me at all. Like, 0%. Um, so try it out. Try it out and let me know how you like it. Um, I'm looking at my notes to make sure I covered everything. But I'm pretty sure I did i am so happy that i am starting uh, my 35th year birthday um like this uh, because i was a little bit worried honestly thinking about like man i'm about to turn 35 and i'm a mess like i'm a mess and i was just like it's i felt like i was such an ugly season right and i just it was not a way that i wanted to start off my 35th year and i want to be very very clear with you guys there's still a lot of messy parts in my life. There's still, everything has not been fixed. There's still a lot of things that 
I'm like, okay, God, when are we going to address that? And what about that? How are we going to fix that, those situations? Because, you know, like, um, so there's still a lot of things that need to be fixed. There's still a lot of things that have not gotten better. Um, but I'm taking it day by day. I'm taking it day by day and I, I can see that I'm feeling better and I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that. So I make sure that I, you know, wake up feeling grateful um, and I just know that, you know, with time, it's going to get better. And I, I hate to say that because sometimes those, that phrase or that sentence doesn't help. You're just like, okay, but right now I'm feeling desperate. Like right now I can't like wait till tomorrow. I can't wait a month from now or I can't wait a year from now for it to get better. It's really hurting me. It's really affecting me. Um, and I have been there, you know, like it was kind of like, I know things will get better eventually. I know that this is temporary. Like I know that things are eventually going to just just get better. And but it's it still wasn't helping me at that moment. I was still feeling like, okay, well, I have all of these things that I need to work on. There's a lot of things that I need to fix. I still need I still have um a lot of unanswered questions. And but right now it, it's kind of like it's different, you know, although there's still, I have all of that, meaning, um, one of the biggest thing is financially, guys, like financially, it's, it's been hard, it's been hard, and I did have a Valentine's Day sale, um, I did, you know, make some money and stuff like that, so grateful for that, thankful for that, but that doesn't fix everything, (laughs) like it doesn't fix everything that I need to, you know, fix, um, so it's, it's still hard, it's still very, very difficult, but, I can see things progressing little by little, and I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm feeling that I have this renewed spirit, this renewed energy, and um, I'm just going to be patient. And sometimes it's not easy being patient, I know, um, but I'm just glad that I'm seeing life in a different way with a new energy and just different perspective, um, and I know things will, will get better uh, little by little. So... And one of the next few episodes, I will be talking about um, me rebuilding the business, the why and how I'm doing that, and just kind of just the details of that. I also want to talk about just things that I feel like I lost through the depression, things that I feel like I was stripped away from, and how it's been super difficult to deal with that. Um, And some of the stuff I'm ashamed to even say out loud and feel like a lot of guilt behind that still. Because I felt like those things, I could have prevented that from, this is just me, myself, talking to myself. It's like, I could have prevented from, like, that happening if I would have just gotten up and work. Like, if I would have just gotten up to do what I had to do, but I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't get up. So, um, that caused just a lot of loss. And um, just understanding those type of losses and being okay with it. Um, so I will be doing, uh, some episodes on that too. Um, but that was it for today. I hope you guys found this helpful. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for just the positive vibes, the prayers, and just always being there for me. Um, I love you guys and I'll see you guys on the next one. Okay. Bye.